Hey, sweet sister friend. I'm so glad you're here today because you are in for a treat. Sweet sister in Christ, Melissa Glasper is here to share about her physical healing that occurred last year at a Shine with Franny event, the Come Alive Women's Retreat in October. And she literally walked away there. She said she walked in like an 80-year-old woman and she literally by the end of the weekend, y'all, was running around the room doing jumping jacks, doing some squats, playing with those drumsticks. Man alive, it was a miracle in the making. And that really set the stage for what was to come in her life. Because shortly after the retreat, she experienced some major adversity. So she's here to tell us about that today. All right, now, if you have not secured your space in the spring Shine With Franny event, it is called the Freedom Experience, May 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, all exclusive weekend. So fun, sister friends. We're parasailing. We're doing some aerial silks fitness. Of course, much R&R, spending time with the Lord, faith workshops, learning your identity in Christ, learning what it means to be free and walk in that freedom. That is how we're supposed to live, y'all, is free and life to the full. So grab your paper and pen. I know you're going to be inspired by Melissa. And also don't forget to go over and sign up right now shinewithfranny.com. You'll see the freedom experience right at the very top. Go ahead and get yourself registered. It's coming up here, y'all. All All right, let's buckle up and get ready to go. All right, sweet sister friends, welcome back to the Shine With Franny show. I am so glad you guys are here today because I have a most special guest for you here today. My dear, sweet friend, Melissa Glasper, that's G-L-I-S-P-E-R. So I had it wrong in our show notes initially. So thank you so much, Melissa, for being here today, sweet girl. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Uh, it's it's really a blessing to uh, be on your podcast because I love it. Well, I'm so honored too. So let me just start off by letting people know how I met you. And then you can tell a little bit about who you are, but Melissa and I actually met, I always joke that if only my success rate dating on uh, online dating was as successful as meeting girlfriends online, my goodness, I would be, you know, married off three years ago, but I had the honor of getting to know Melissa in one of our um, groups last year, an online virtual group. And she and I just became fast friends. She has a heart of gold and she has a smile that could light up every and any room. And so I just totally connected with her initially upon meeting. And so we have had the privilege of meeting this year, this past year in 2021, but really most of our friendship has been virtual. So um, that's pretty much how Melissa and I met and I'll you know break out and share her story here in a few, but I want Melissa to start off by just saying, a little bit about who you are, maybe tell us where you live and currently some things that light you up and fuel your fire, girl. Hmm, thank you. Thank you so much. So, uh, you know, I'm blessed to be a wife, um, a mom of a young man who came into my life when he was eight years old. I, I was unable to have children and he has just been a blessing in my life and has allowed me to be a mom. Um, but he's going to be a grown man pretty soon. He'll be 24 this year, which is oh, cuckoo man. for Cocoa Puffs. Um, <laughs> I, before that, I was an auntie. I was an auntie of 14 babies and growing. I, I think I have five great, great ones. So um, large, large family. Um, and, and, you know, my passion every day is to treat others the way that I want to be treated and to spread joy one person at a time, whether it's a love note or a crazy birthday video or a rosary that I might send to somebody just when they're going through something. Um, So yeah, Color Street is my jam as well. And um, just meeting new people and connecting new people. And of course, 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen. He has, he has saved me. Um, so yeah, we'll get into that. I love it. And you are so right. Like you carry and you wear many hats, of course, and you also, you know, embody and embrace many roles. But like you said, being a daughter of the King is really one of the ones that I find most special about you because you do a fine job of really just sharing the love of Jesus and putting yourself out there. And you do that through a lot of online platforms, which we'll get to here later, but I want to let my audience know, you know, why I chose to have you on today. And first and foremost, you guys, like, let's just remember that, there are ordinary people all around the world doing extraordinary things. And Melissa happens to be one of them. And I know that to a listener who's sitting there listening, that's you too, sweet sister friend, that God is constantly on the move and he's doing things. So if we think back to the story of Luke in Luke, pardon me, and it's in many of the gospels, but the little boy who shows up with, you know, his meager little lunch and says, you know, I've got these, these fish and barley loaves and God's like, great. You go ahead and open your hand and you give this to me and I will make something miraculous out of it. And so Melissa's story is that. And so as I was really sitting down to map out themes for the month of April, I really started thinking about, you know, the, the wholeness and healing that comes through Jesus, because of course of the celebration of Easter. And we know that it's through Jesus's resurrection, not just his crucifixion, because as we remember crucifixion, many people died through crucifixion but it is through him resurrecting. You know, he is the author and the wholeness and the conduit of our healing. So as I mentioned, you know, I've gotten to know you over this last year and I've enjoyed hearing your healing story and really knowing how God has just been with you for many, many years um, through a healing process. So why don't you start, sweet sister, by sharing a little bit of your own kind of wholeness journey, your healing journey. I know that you have some grief in your story, you know, with your mother passing um, and, you know, you've got some things that have happened as of late, but why don't you just kind of start walking us through how the Lord has been working in and through you to heal and restore you. So, you know, I have always been a Jesus lover and believer and, and strong in my faith, always. Have I strayed from that periodically? Yes. And most recently and most importantly was when my mom passed suddenly. Um, she was 69 years old and passed suddenly in her sleep and it just crushed me. It, it broke me to the core. I, I just couldn't believe it. And I got to the point where I would, was turning more to God. I was, but I was angry at him. And I, was, I, was, I just didn't know how to fix it. Um, and so I dug deep and um, it still wasn't working. I would go to church and I would pray and I would cry and it just wasn't working for me. And then we made the decision to relocate and I relocated to a new state uh, to be closer to my family. And of course it was during the crazy pandemic. And so I didn't know anybody, the world was shut down and I was depressed. Um, my husband had sat me down and said, right before we were leaving, like about four weeks before we were leaving saying, I, I don't, you need help. I, I can't help you. You're not, you're not coming out of this. Um, you really need, you know, a therapist or meds or whatever. And I said, okay, I agree. I totally agree, but I need, um, to move first, get started there and, and we'll figure it out. And when we got here, rather than find a therapist and go on meds and do all the things I found this beautiful, amazing online community of like-minded sisters who believed in God and believed in healing. And I just dug deep. I 
came up with a plan. I was spending more time with the Lord. I have a nighttime routine and a morning routine. And I was just spending way more time with him and miraculously. And, you know, as days went on, I was getting better and better and better. And my faith just grew and my heart just healed. And, you know, I was lost and I, and now I'm found. And, and that's so true. I mean, it's in the Bible everywhere. Right. And, and so, um, I truly was able to let go of my anger um, and resentments and uh, hurt. Um, that doesn't take away from the fact that I, I still grieve and miss my mom. I love her. She is a blessing. She is why I'm here today. Um, and I, may, I try to make her proud every single day, but that pain is not where it was. Um, it does still take my breath away when I just think of all the things she's missing, but I know she's so proud and I know she's here and I know God's taking care of her and um, I'll see her again one day. Amen. And gosh, but that conviction and assurance, it's just so rewarding because we know that this is only temporary, right? And so I love that. And I love how you shared about how, you know, you found an online community. And I think that that's so important because when we are grieving or just when we're going through life, you know, even the good and the bad, right? We always need that community. And so it sounds to me like the community gave you really a support system. And then it also gave you like vision, right? Because you said you created a plan, you started kind of moving forward, right? And so how would you like, I guess, and this is not necessarily a question that I had for you, but you know, so you might be on your toes on this one, but how would you say that the body of Christ has really helped you in that space of healing and wholeness? What, was there something in particular, or was it just knowing that you had, you know, prayer or support at your fingertips? What would you say was the importance of that community? It was just more, you know, I've never 50 years old right now. Right. And I've never read the Bible and looking good girl, looking good. Thank you. I've never read the Bible cover to cover. I've never, I've read it. I've, I know about it. I can't even to today. I can't quote scripture, but I, my goal is to one day, right? I, I'm working on it. Um, I'm writing down scripture more and more, and I'm trying to uh, memorize it more and more, but I really think that it was just the discipline of, of, I completed the Bible in a year last year. I'm doing it again this year, this year, I'm doing it in chronological order. And it just, more time with him and, and, and really just trusting and believing, just yeah. really trusting and believing, you know, um, my whole life, like I said, I was raised Catholic and I was, I, I was always the one going to church. I was always the one praying for everybody. Um, but I think then like pre before my mom passed before it was more of like checking out the box. I'm the good Catholic. I'm doing all the things, but I wasn't feeling it deep to my core. And now that now I am like, mm -hmm. I can, openly talk about it. I can openly pray about it to strangers. Like, whereas before I would only talk to like-minded people because I didn't want to be judged. And you know what? I'm good with that. You don't have to like me. You don't have to believe what I believe, but just know that I'm coming from a good place and I'm going to pray for you regardless. Yeah. And I love that too, because I think that, you know, there's an expression, Tony Evans says that, Satan is his angels. They're like cockroaches, like that they cower in the presence of light. You know, they'll find the dark spaces and you are such a light. And so, but you've walked into that light and you've owned it saying like, this is who I am. And I'm going to talk about Jesus, you know, and you do that in such magnificent ways, Melissa, like, you know, I've seen you, I think since January of this year, well, first of all, since last fall, you've been putting out some reels. And then I've seen you doing these daily devotionals and re really being committed and walking in faithfulness to putting things out there. And so how, 
you mentioned about how you used to kind of do the check it off a list and now you're doing more so of like a relationship, right? And you're able to share that relationship and that love of God with other people. What would you say to someone who maybe is a little bit afraid to put themselves out there or who maybe has desired to do it and maybe they're afraid to do that, like to go all in? So I, I think you have to start one day at a time. I think that you have to um, do what feels comfortable for you. Like you don't have to necessarily do a live like I do every day. And, and sometimes when I go live, I, I don't know what's going to come to me. I don't know what's going to come from my heart. It just happens. And sometimes they're short and sweet and sometimes they're longer. Um, but you just have to start where you are. And once you start doing that, then it's going to feel more and more comfortable. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I first started, it was awkward. It was weird. I was like, you know, you still get in your head like, oh, my gosh, everybody's going to think I'm this Bible thumper or, you know, and you can't be my friend if you don't believe and you can't be, you know, my, you know, my follower or like, oh, let's get her off my page. So you have to start where you are and um, it will get more and more comfortable because Mm God will make it more and more comfortable for you. He will give you the way. He will show you the way. And you don't have to do it. Like I said, you don't have to do a live. You could just do something private for Mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have to start somewhere because um, he's waiting for you. He wants you to bring it to him. Everything that you're going through, the good, the bad, the ugly, he wants to hear from you. Yeah. And I love that too, because really, truly our story is for his glory. You know, he gives us these trials, these temptations, these tests, all the things, you know, as you've heard, you know, your mess becomes your message. And so everybody, even if you are, you know, have gone through grief, like Melissa has, your story is different than hers. You know, even if you've experienced some type of pain or hardship, similar to someone else, like your story is uniquely yours. And God reminds us of that, that he wants us to be able to share his love, his grace, his mercy, his kindness, you know, all the things, um, with others. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you for your continual obedience and how you walk in that. So, um, I want to share something because you mentioned a lot about, you know, your healing and kind of more of your soul and your spirit and how, you know, even your journey of, you know, reading the Bible now, and you're more relational with the Lord. So, but I had the privilege and honor, you know, last year of meeting you in person, as I mentioned earlier, when you came to the come alive, um, retreat that we hosted in September, pardon me, in October. And I loved being able to literally watch you get physically healed. And so can you tell the story of what happened? Now, I know that there's a backstory and you know, feel free to share as much as you can, because it was actually during the portion that I spoke that I referenced a sermon that was relative. So can you kind of tie that up and put a bow on that for us? Yes, as I have tears in my eyes, because every time I talk about this, it it really makes me very emotional. Because first of all, um, let me just say that your retreat changed my life. Um, I am not going to lie. When you started posting about it, I blocked you. I did not want to hear about it um, because I couldn't afford it. I, I really couldn't afford it but I knew it was such an amazing thing. So I blocked you. <laughs> um, all that to say, um, I think about four weeks before it was to happen, I was talking to somebody and we were just talking about it and they were going and they wanted to help me go. And I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to go. And so I made it happen, even though I knew I couldn't afford it, I made it happen. And anyway, so that's the icing on the cake, because as my husband says, this is a quote from him. He says, you couldn't afford not to go. And so 
when I got there, I didn't know what to expect. I had never been to a retreat before, especially a religious retreat. Like, I'm not going to lie. I used to make fun of those. I'm, I'm just going to keep it real. I was <laughs> one of those so people. appreciate your honesty. Yeah. <laughs> I used to make fun. Okay, you go on a, on a retreat, have fun. God bless you. Bye-bye. You know, bless and release is what we say, right? Um, but I, I knew my heart was tugging at me. I knew that I needed to go. I didn't know why I needed to go, but I knew that I needed to go. So I made it happen, went to this retreat, never met a person in my life there, didn't know one soul. Everybody that I did know, which was a handful, was all online, all online um, relationships. And um, and I get there and you know, I meet one girlfriend on the way, she drives me there and out of nowhere, I start breaking down crying don't even know this person. I break down crying and she's like, okay, what's wrong with you? And it was because it was so overwhelming because all I wanted to do was call my mom and tell my mom what I was doing. I don't know why, because she would have laughed and made fun too. <laughs> but I had this overwhelming, I needed to share with her. And I'm, I just couldn't the way that I used to, like the way that I was used to, but I know she knew and she was with me and that's why it was just so overwhelming. So I had a lot of epiphanies during this time, but what Franny is talking about is that I got there and two days before going, I texted her and said, I'm still coming. I can do the praising and, and the, the, you know, and worshiping of God, but I don't know how much physical activity I can do. I'm in a lot of pain. I said, I think this flight is going to kill me and it's going to hurt me more than anything, but I'm coming. So I go and I had been suffering from some hip pain for months and um, it was just progressively getting worse, progressively getting worse. And um, I think when I got there, I worked out the first night with her, um, limited a time and worked out with her. And um, then it came time to do some worship. Um, I'm, I'm fast forwarding because there was so much to, to talk about for that weekend, but then there was time to do some worship. And at when we were in our worship space, um, she did reference the miracle of the hemorrhaging woman. I don't know exactly which um, verse and chapter she was talking about because it's mentioned quite a few times in the Bible, but it was specific to the hemorrhaging woman um, that Jesus healed um, or she healed herself by touching and believing. Um, and it, it touched me to my core. So that just started to prep me for whatever was to come because I've never witnessed anybody be physically healed before. I've heard of it, never witnessed it, never in my imagination could I have thought that I would be healed because I couldn't even walk. I was walking with a limp. Um, I was taking meds because I was in so much pain. Um, so it didn't hit me or dawn on me till later the next day that that miracle of the hemorrhaging woman woman played a huge role um, in my healing. Um, but as soon as Fran Franny asked for somebody to volunteer to have hands-on, I was the first volunteer. I stood up and I said, please, you know, I, let me. And I don't even know how I did that because again, I didn't know what to expect. I've never witnessed any of this before. I've never been somewhere where we're, you know, worshiping the way that we were worshiping. Um, so anyway, long story short is I get up there and, and she asks, well, what can I heal you? Uh, you know, what can we heal you of? What can we pray for? And I said, well, I, I was greedy. I said, can I have both? I want physical and emotional healing. Right. And they were like, sure. 
God um, is generous. So, and he said, bring it, bring it all. Yeah. So, and, and I have to tell you, I, I, a weight was lifted off my shoulders emotionally that day. Um, I left all that sadness for my mom and all that baggage that I carried for, from her death. So I was emotionally healed, but physically healed. Um, even as I was going through it and for any who doesn't even know this, even that I, as I was going through it in my head, I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? You know? And then I just, I went into it and I was praying and I was believing and I was, I was remembering her, her sermon. And I was remembering, remembering the hemorrhaging woman and how that healed me years prior. And I just was in the space and, and they asked me, okay, do something that you couldn't do last night. And I started walking and I was like, I don't know if that's from you or from the massage I got earlier today. So, <laughs> so then we went back and we did a little bit more and we did a little bit more. And then I tell you, I was jumping up and down. I was doing all the things that I couldn't do. I was doing squats. I danced all night long yes. with pain. And to, that was October 30th when my physical pain from my hip went away. And I have to tell you, I walk everywhere. I go up and down stairs. I do all of the things. And today is March 28th and I'm still pain-free, still to this day pain-free. Um, I, I am forever changed because I've never witnessed it before um, and I've never felt it before. And I'm a believer, you, you know, I'm a believer. All, everybody there was affected so much by this, you know, not just me. And, and the reason that hemorrhaging woman um, helped so much was because that that sermon and, the, and that miracle was because in 2018 I was terrified um, to have a hysterectomy and um, I went to mass catholic mass went to mass and that was the sermon was of the hemorrhaging woman and I was scheduled the very next day to have a hysterectomy um, and I had been putting it off for, for, for over five years and I sat there crying like a blubbering idiot inside this Catholic mass, knowing that I wasn't scared anymore knowing that it was the right thing to do, knowing that God was going to take care of me and I was going to be okay. Um, so it just all came together. It was just, it was just, I was healed back then during that, you know, sermon. And, and then at this life-changing come alive event that I talk about every day and I share it as often as I can, because I truly I'm healed. I absolutely love it. But it all started with you being obedient, right? From going from blocking me to like, oh my gosh, I don't want to hear about this to walking in. And I absolutely love that. And I love your transparency and your vulnerability, but I love how God was like, but I've got something else for you, girl, because really sweet sister, you know, yes. Like you said, that healed you. You were doing your jumping jacks. You were dancing in the eighties dance party. Like you were doing all the things, you know, all neon lipstick and all, but really that was the setup, right? And it prepared you for really a, a tough season that followed, like you mentioned, it happened October 30th. And then shortly thereafter you went home. Do you mind sharing a little bit, you know, as much as you feel comfortable, but kind of walking the um, audience through perhaps what, how that, you know, experience there at Come Alive really set you up for what you were then going to endure that you had no clue. I got the chills. Um, yeah. So we all know that when you're in Jesus's glory, right? When you, when you have him in your heart and you're a believer and you are, you are of faith um, and you're, you're so high with his love, you know that you're going to be tested. You know that the enemy is going to just knock you down and see if you get back up. And my 
the, the wind was taken out of my sails, I'll tell you, or, or it could have been, right? It could have been, because it wasn't. I, 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 I did so good. Um, I came home on a Sunday, shared all of this with my husband. That's where he gave me that quote. You could, he, you know, he said, you couldn't not afford to go. You had to go. This was so life-changing. He saw the changes physically and emotionally. He was just so amazed and so blessed and so thankful. And then just a few short days later, um, I knew I was going to be tested and I actually do a daily devotional every single day. I start my day that way. And even in my, my reading, my devotional that day, I knew something bad was going to happen that day. I didn't know what I didn't know. I just knew I was going to be tested and, um, and I was prepared for it because like normally before I do my devotional, I'm not dressed. I'm in my pajamas, drinking my coffee, doing my devotional. But that day I stopped my devotional, got dressed and was ready for the day early. Um, all that to say that my, my husband had a medical emergency. It was pretty dire for a few days. It was really scary. And normally I would have been a mess. I, I would have been a mess. I would have been thinking the worst. I would have been planning the, for the worst. And I wasn't, I, I, the first thing I did was call my sisters that I met during this, um, retreat and we prayed as I sat in the parking lot of the emergency room of the hospital because I couldn't go in for five hours and I didn't know what was going to happen and what was going on and I really just was so prepared because I had faith I knew that he was going to be okay I knew that he was going to live I knew that he was going to get through it stronger and better but I knew that I was going to get through it I didn't I, I just it, it was such preparation I don't even think if it happened a week before or the two weeks before, I would have been as strong as I was, but it was such a blessing. And, and we got through some scary times and, and God is so good. Amen. Amen, girl. Well, obviously you've experienced healing really in restoration and a number of areas of life. And so my highest hope and prayer is always that these messages, you know, do not return void, right? That our words not return void. So what would you say to a woman who is listening, perhaps who is out there, who needs a word of encouragement, who needs some resurrection power in her own life, um, who perhaps needs a touch, you know, of healing in her spirit, her soul, or her body? What would you share with her today, girl? Well, I definitely encourage you to reach out to me because I would love to inspire you and, and touch you in any way that I can. But I just say, be gentle with yourself um, and start one day at a time, one moment at a time, you have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, don't put it off. Um, time is not our friend. Mm -hmm. we, we don't know, you know, what tomorrow will bring. And so don't put it off until the next day or the next month or the next anniversary, or, you know, um, you, you just have to start with him, start baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Um, yep. And just know that you, you can do it. You got this. Well, I have just been so honored to see you continue to take baby steps and I would encourage any listener, I will put in the show notes how to connect with Melissa. But as we mentioned earlier, she has her Facebook lives, she has her daily devotionals, she has her funny little birthday grams that she sends videos and things like that too. She also does a really remarkable um, prayer every weekly prayer. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that in case somebody wants to reach out to you? Yeah, so um I saw this somewhere else. I can't take credit for it. Um, I reached out starting January 1st. I reached out and asked for 52 friends to 
just send me their favorite Bible verse. Um, and I have a post on Facebook, so you can add it there if you want to be one of the one of the people. I didn't get 52, so I have some spots open. So basically what I've been doing is uh, for a whole week, I've been writing down your verse. So I'm trying to memorize verses. So that was a way for me to memorize verses. Yeah. I'm still not memorizing them, but I'm writing them down and they're getting it's getting easier. So I will write your verse down for a whole week. I will pray for you and your family. And if you have specific intentions, then you can also tell me those. But if not, it will be a generic prayer for you and your family. But I've been trying to do, you know, pray for 52 different people yeah. um, through this prayer message. That's awesome. Well, that is certainly one way that Melissa can bless your life, but there are lots of other ways. So I will put in the show notes, how they can connect with you on Instagram and Facebook, and you've got your Facebook group. Um, she also sells color street. So I would encourage you to check that out a little glam for you, right? A little bling, a little blessing and bling coming at you from Melissa. So I am so grateful that you joined us today. And you guys, for those of you who are uh, listeners, We've got a retreat coming up in May. And let me just tell you, like, it is one of those things, like she said, you can't afford not to come and you can't put it into words. Like Melissa could never put a price tag on it. She cannot put you know, necessarily words around it, but um, hope and healing, of course, are offered to you through Jesus. And sometimes it takes us taking that first step. And that's exactly what Melissa did. And I think that your life has been forever changed, right? Sweet sister. Oh my gosh. It was such a blessing. And I'm, and, and I can't, I can't put a price tag on it. It changed my life. Like I will never forget you know, October 30th, 2021. Like I, I just will never forget. Um, it was amazing to come together with some beautiful like-minded sisters and to just be touched and just, yeah, it was just amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you, sweet sister. I pray a special blessing over you. I know that God has more goodness in store for you, more healing, more health, more restoration. So to the measure in which you are given, you will then of course give. So I know that other people are going to come into your path who need what you have, you have received. So I pray that over you and I pray that over the listener who's listening today. So until we meet next time, sweet sister friend, keep on shining.